Researchers at Charles Darwin University are looking into biting midges and their potential to carry diseases that could damage Australia's livestock industry. So there are fears that exotic diseases transmitted to animals from midges and mozzies are on the rise in Australia's northern neighbouring countries, increasing those biosecurity risks. Now joining us on the line to explain the situation further is Charles Darwin University's Professor of Tropical Biosecurity, Maxine Piggott. Good morning to you, Maxine. Hello, how are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Now, talk us through this study and what exactly it involves. Okay, so uh, I got some funding through uh, the federal government for a national industry PhD, and the project um, is in collaboration with the Northern Territory government, and we're really interested in looking at this um, group of midges. Uh, they're called uh, culicoides, they're biting midges, and they're very interesting because they are important disease vectors for a range of viruses and bacteria, um, particularly for livestock. So there are a couple of exotic diseases that they carry, uh, blue tongue virus and African horse sickness. Yeah. They're not currently in Australia. But one of the things we just wanted to um, really get some more information on uh, culicoide species across northern Australia, how they move, what's the gene flow between populations. Uh, yeah. So that really means, sorry, just that... Yeah. Um, if their populations are closely related, there's lots of movement. But if they're not closely related, then they're, um, you know, probably not um, as there's not as much gene flow going between populations. Yeah, right. Like it sounds like very common sense kind of research to do here as well, because it does sound as though it could have an impact on on our livestock and and on industry. Yes, I think one of the problems is it's always getting funding for these sort of um, projects, but there's also a lot of species. So there are uh, hundreds of hundreds of species, probably undescribed species as well. So mm. there's a lot of basic research that needs to be done. So it's often the funding, and also Northern Australia is huge, as we all know. Yeah. So it's a lot of work. How concerning is the rise of those exotic diseases in neighbouring countries as well? And I guess this is something that you're sort of looking into. I think that the closer they get to Australia, then of course, you know, there, there is concern and there's, you know, it was always going to be concerned that potentially they're, they're going to jump over and that we're going to start seeing some of these diseases. So I guess this project is really looking at preparedness. Um, you know, if we understand movement of these insect vectors, then we can start sort of like um, making sure our surveillance is um, accurate and we're in the right spots and that we sort of had some idea of what might happen if one of these exotic diseases came into Australia. Yeah. And what will the study mean then when you look at that biosecurity and what, you know, what the impact could be if that were to happen? Well, I think part of the study as well will also be um, trying to, I guess, simulate what could happen if um, a disease came in based on what we know about the movement of the midge species. And then if we do know that, it just gives you an indication of what sort of preparation might be needed. So, you know, where maybe there are certain um, populations that are quite restricted, so they're not likely to um, spread too much, but maybe there are others that are quite, there'll be a lot more spread. So just, I think it's just more that preparation and really understanding mm. whether it can assist in, you know, in terms of sort of trying to control certain midge species, um, you know, particularly during an outbreak. So they sort of just, it's just really trying to improve preparedness and help with the surveillance, um, early surveillance, so to detect any diseases that come in. Maxine, how long is the study sort of going for and, and how do you hope or, or what will happen with those findings? How will they be used? 
This project will be a PhD project, so um, three years. So we'll be recruiting a student and working with the Northern Territory Government. Um, What I'm just really hoping is that because it's collaborating with the Northern Territory Government, um, with the researchers um, in the veterinary um, animal biosecurity area, that the information will go straight to where it's needed. So, you know, it will be useful for them. You will understand what they need to know. Um, and we can then put that information um, into the right spots, really, and it can be then, you know, used for um, preparedness activities and and their understanding. So mm. at, at the moment, three years, we'd love to expand. We'll see what happens. Good on you. I reckon, oh, like it sounds, like I said, it sounds like really common sense and it sounds like a good thing to do, you know, for industry as well, to have that certainty and a better understanding of the way in which, um, you know, th- things can happen to try to... Um, you know, to try to help industry and those um, and and livestock. Yeah, look, at I think um, there's already been work done to try and stimulate what's going to happen if a disease comes in, but we haven't really had probably um, as much data as that would really support that, you know, simulation and the epidemi- epidemiological modelling. So I think this sort of data just really helps to improve our understanding and just giving us some... Um, just some more information, and particularly that's relevant to Northern Australia. So often, you know, there can be more for Southern Australia, yeah. but Northern Australia is on the front line for um, a lot of these diseases. Yeah, you're spot on. Well, Maxine Piggott, really good to speak with you this morning. I really appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks very much for your interest. Thank you.